What it is, yo? You are now listening to What's the Cheese May with Jacqueline Aquino. I have a special guest with me today. His name is Anonymous, but Anonymous, please tell them how you know me. Uh, I know Jackie from, when was it? Way back when? Way back when, yeah. Like, we talked about this too. We don't even know how we met, but I just remember like going to her house, you yeah. know, and smoking weed. Smoking weed. It's always. Smoking I was also weed. rolling too. <laughs> Yes. 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 Correct. <laughs> Come on, anonymous. And, and then we were playing pool till like four in the morning with my my homie Dewan. Oh, yes, Dewan. Yes. Um, and I also feel like you went to a party with me and my other friend, that white girl. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also, what was it? We went to a, a spoken word thing. When? It was like in North Park at Queen Bee with your friend. Uh, <sighs> Don't say his name. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, what's her name? No, her, it was with a guy. No, it was a girl. Was it? Ooh. Uh, Leah. Kalia? Leah? Oh, Kalia! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, and then okay. And we, we went to the diner afterwards. Yes! Mm-hmm. I have not talked to that girl in a long time. I don't think she'll ever listen to this. Shout out to Kalia. Sh- Dude, <laughs> I haven't heard that girl's name in a long time. But yeah, we know each other through plants of weed. But today we were talking about um, being a ride or die, right? Right. Um, so the definition of being a ride or die, if you guys don't know that urban dictionary phrase is being like extremely loyal to someone or something. So for example, if I was like, Hey anonymous, let's go fucking bake a cake with hot dogs in it and then throw it at people's faces. Are you down? And he would say, I'm fucking down. Let's do it. So he's ride or die. Right. Or like if I was crying and I was like, yo, like give me some advice, da, 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 da. And I called you, you would probably give me some advice because you're ride or die. 100%. Um, I think that for being a ride or die, it is, it's interesting because I think people say that they are. And then like when shit hits the fan, they kind of like, they kind of like go back because they're like, is this person also ride or die for me as well? Right. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and I think that it sucks because that's when you're like, wait, am I allowed to trust you with all of these things that are going on in my life? Because you said that you're down, but maybe you're not. Right. Go for it. And I think for me, I I have like such an optimistic view towards like humanity that I always want to see the good in people. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. not necessarily like if I I don't know that person, like like they're my brother, but I want to, you know, still give people hope in the sense that like, even though you're not my ride or die, I'm willing to like put put in the extra effort for you just to because. show you what a ride or die is like, dude. Exactly. Because uh, we were also saying earlier, we we're like, um, life is about making like genuine connections, like authentic connections with people, and having people you could count on because those are like real friends and real family, like. And it doesn't even have to be that they're fucking blood related, but just someone you know you can count on. That's mm-hmm. fucking important as fuck, yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. thankful to have like people in my life that I can like honestly just be my goofy ass self with and just yeah, dude. like actually tell my guy friends what's going on in my head, you know? Yeah, because I think also because you are a dude, it's hard to talk about your shit, right? Oh, because 100%. guys are like, oh, you're being fucking sensitive. Mm-hmm. Why are you talking to me about that? Yeah, but I love also how, like, I'm seeing more ads on social media and stuff that, like, it is acceptable for guys to be able to open up, you know? Yeah. I think um, people are becoming more aware of, like, mental health and how it fucking affects you in every fucking possible situation, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, um, oh, this can go into this, too, because we were just talking about this. <laughs> like, uh, we were talking about how as... 
being Asian or colored, um, we weren't really taught to go to therapy or like to ask for help from people. Like if shit hit the fan, like our parents were like, oh, you fucking fell on the ground and you scraped your knee, boss up and fucking get over it. Stop mm-hmm. crying. Like, you know, when you were young, your mom would be right. like, stop crying. And right. you'd be like, I'm trying, mom, you know? And then she'd like hit you again, <laughs> exactly. right? So we're taught to be like fucking warriors but like you don't always have to do it on your own dude like Mm -hmm. i think being a strong person is also asking for fucking help 100 Mm percent just because like with my family i mean my dad's pretty emotionally unavailable just like any other like typical like asian father figure in the household did the breadwinner yada yada of course so most of my co and especially i'm i'm an only child most of my coping mechanisms were just going into my room playing With video yourself. games and just internalizing it so i can understand now why like when like my girlfriend asked me what's wrong or this and that it's like I, it took me close to a year to actually open up to her you know yeah, what i mean yeah dude it's hard yeah. it's hard to like put your um your most childhood version of yourself into someone else's hands cuz i think also when you are in love with somebody you get to meet them at different points of their life. Like, let's say me and you were like 30, right? Mm -hmm. So like uh, with your girlfriend or with someone that I've dated, like I'll look at them and I could see like them as their younger self in different situations. Like maybe when we're fighting or maybe when we're having a great time, like we are all these ages at different times when you're with somebody that you love, whether it be romantic or not, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. kind of? Yeah, no, 100%. Like, I mean, there are times where... Like, I, I try to be as mature as I can, but then if you take me to, like, the mountains, I, I like, feel like a kid again, yes, you know what I mean? Yes, dude. And that's where my inner child comes out, and I, like, I kind of get that healing sense, you know, so. Ooh, to, yeah. come on, inner child. Yeah. I guess mine would have to be a concert. I feel like um, when I was younger, I always wanted to dance to, like, Selena and, like, fucking, like, Como La Flor and shit, because <laughs> my mom liked that. And so my first time at, like, a fucking festival or whatever, I felt uneasy. And I was like, oh, shit, like, everyone's going to fucking judge me because I'm dancing in, like, this big-ass area by myself, and maybe I'll dance fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is, like, that is the truth about who you are, is, like, you love to climb mountains. Mm-hmm. I love to dance like no one's fucking watching. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. I, that's, like... You you definitely I think embrace like your most inner child like in those times of vulnerability. Essentially. Ooh, that was hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, because like that was a hard line for sure. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. No, that was it. No. Okay, that <laughs> was it. Okay. Well, to go in with that because you are drinking a mimosa right now. True. Um. We have also talked about this, and this goes hard too, because when you said this to me when I was cutting your hair, I was like, oh my god, Um, drinking, why is it so, like, frowned upon? Let's say you are at a brewery or a bar, right? And let's say you can't drink because you're on medications, or you can't drink because you have work tomorrow, or you can't drink because you're on a diet, or whatever. Or you're you're actually sober, and you're trying to, like, be sober. Yes, yes. How do you surround yourself around these people and pressures while having a good time. Yeah, like why is it that automatically people will look at you and say, why are you not drinking? Why can it be not normal to just hang out with people without fucking drinking, without fucking smoking? Um, I actually asked my friend that and she said, the reason why people think it's so weird is because they don't have an excuse to like why they're acting like, 
I don't know, like their truest selves. Like people need the fucking liquid courage to be able to be their truest self or some shit like that. Like because they felt uncomfortable or whatever. Mm-hmm. But don't get it twisted. I still love to drink. Mm-hmm, same. Mm-hmm. I'm, I still I'm, like I came to in drink. hungover. So <laughs> <laughs> actually, that must be nice then. The the, no, it's, it's hitting. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Dude, champagne hits hard, yo. Mm-hmm. I love champagne. Yeah. If you drink a whole bottle by yourself, oh. Oh God. It's all farts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But so then why do we, why why do you drink? I drink, okay, I'm not going to lie. I drink when I'm sad and stressed out. And I think I could drink the most when I'm sad and stressed out. And I choose Mm -hmm. a Sazerac, old fashioned, an IPA, um, or some hardcore red wine Malbecs. Um, Or I'll drink because we're celebrating something. But like more often than not, now that we're older, dude, like I have been like, ah, it's cool. Like I'm good. And like Mm -hmm. even my mom or my stepdad will be like, you don't want to drink, Jacqueline? I'm like, no. Because, I don't know. I also feel like it makes me fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like I get in my feels and then I want to fucking cry. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so... <laughs> Jax is on the floor, like, I know. scrapping. Like the floor. <laughs> For me, I think I am not dealing with a lot of issues, so I'm trying to use, like, alcohol as a suppressor. Plus... I grew up with a dad who like drank drank almost every night. Oh, you know shit. what I mean? So, but he's he was like a functioning alcoholic where he was still okay. able to go to work okay. at five a.m. every morning while like his drink of choice was Coors Light, and this dude oh, would like gross. this dude would pound like twelve to like twenty six by himself. Poor dad. Yeah. And wow. Yeah, but he, I mean, he was still having a good time. He loves to cook and yeah. and stuff like that. Oh. That's his form of enjoyment. You know what I mean? So I guess being around that environment like knowing that he can be a functioning alcoholic i also kind of modeled after that in a sense yeah for me i i'm I'm strictly like two or three max unless i really want to like get fucked up yeah for sure i find myself drinking after work or like right when i get home yeah exactly to relax and i think there's also the stigma like if i do have like more or if i drink every night even if it's just one or two that i'm you know, I'm bad or I'm deemed as, like, an alcoholic for some reason. No. Oh, how? How would someone deem you as that? Well, I mean, it just, you know, based on what happened with my dad growing up. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's okay. just, like, okay. I'm my own, uh, I'm my dad's son, so, you know, I can see myself becoming okay. that eventually. You know okay. what I mean? So they're just also looking out for me, too, and I get it. <sighs> you know? Yeah. It, and as I hold this mimosa in my hand, I'm sorry. no, it's okay. <laughs> like I, and the the most important part is that I like address it, and I'm trying my best to do something. But no one's perfect. You Nobody know I mean? is. Yeah. But like the fact that you said like I'm addressing it, so uh, I would tie this in too. Is like my I have family members that have you know um, really fallen hard into depression, and I always told myself, no, I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to always try to be happy and do like fucking all this self-love shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is part of us because it's in our fucking DNA, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you choose whether or not you want to fall into the hole or whether or not you want to fucking try to climb out. So are you fucking digging a hole for yourself or are you using all the resources you can to get the fuck out of that fucking hole? Whether it be emotionally, like monetary or whatever the fuck, dude, this shit's getting real. Oops. <laughs> No, keep going. I'm <laughs> but here for it. it's right, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, like, do you ever look at someone that you love or a friend or something or acquaintance and you could see them fall into the hole and like you want to help them so bad, but because they don't want to fucking, uh, 
They don't want to know the truth about themselves. And I, I talk about this all the time. The truth about yourself, it reveals everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That I know. Was really it, good. Got, it got pretty hard. It got pretty hard. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else were we talking about? We were talking about not giving up. Because that's like the easy, w- and that's what my last podcast was about, is the cancel culture. How easy it was for people to just give up. Mm-hmm. Because putting in the work to get the best body is fucking hard. Right. Fucking being a millionaire is fucking hard. Uh, getting your degree, you know, fucking, fucking hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. Building yourself. Like, is fucking, fucking hard. hard. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, you're, you got to start somewhere. And if you take the easy way out, you were saying like, Botox, you know, mm. like uh, ass implants. Ass implants. <laughs> yeah, ass implants. Are, have you seen an ass implant? I have not. No. You've never seen one. Have I, you well, been to Chula Vista? <laughs> not, not in like a if, while. I if guess. If you go to the twenty-four hour um, in Chula Vista, a lot of the girls there have fake asses, and okay. it's really interesting because it doesn't jiggle, hmm. and it's hard not to look at because it's so unproportionate, and you're just like, oh my god, it doesn't bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I don't know if I want that though. And, yeah, um, it's you just know? it's it's it's, uh, it's interesting. It is. It's very interesting. The quick gratification yeah. of pressing a button and yeah. everything is at our fingertips, especially yeah. now at this modern day and age. Fucking Uber Eats, Amazon, fucking Bumble, fucking. I don't know. Right? I don't know. <laughs> you, you can get anything like yeah, I groceries, swear. drugs, fresh and easy. Yeah, come on, somebody. Easy. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I guess I would have to say this now. What is one thing that is like one line that is like your number one quote for yourself or everybody? Like mine would always be like, fuck it, just do it. Hmm. So what would yours? It could be simple. Mine is always do good always. Do good always? Yeah. What do you mean? Do I mean, just either, you know, do good in the sense of like make the the right choice or you know try and be like so, giving of yourself you know okay. what I mean yeah okay. essentially that's yeah. mm-hmm. well say goodbye because that was it bro peace that's it mate. I'll see you in the morning.